you just start creating momentum and things that you can control on a daily basis. Talk to one new person that could potentially be your investor. Submit one new offer every single day. Write 50 or 100 words uh, every single day. Read for 20 minutes every day. And so what happens is when you start creating these rhythms in your life, whether it is swimming, whether it's writing, whether it's growing your business to hundreds of millions of dollars in value, if you can break it down into something from a rhythm that you're doing consistently every single day, that is where the success lies because it's about being consistent. It's about consistently taking action in the right direction as opposed to solving and doing it all at once. You are listening to the Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Harris, and when I'm not hosting this podcast, I'm the founder of an award-winning real estate investment firm and actively investing in commercial real estate all over the country. This show allows me to interview dive deeper and deconstruct many passive wealth principles, not just from investing, but tactics, strategies, and many fascinating ways in which people have achieved levels of passive wealth. Through my nearly 20-year career as a professional investor, I've built an amazing network of people and come across some super savvy investors. Not only do they have a unique stance on the marketplace, but look at the same problems we all face and many times have come up with a simple but unconventional approach to solving them. This is why I'm so excited for this podcast. It allows me to unpack and have a more in-depth conversations with these special guests. Selfishly, it's a platform where I get to ask the questions that would never come up in a normal conversation and I get a chance to learn and dissect their best strategies and you get to be a part of that process as well. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversations, and these amazing Passive Wealth Principle lessons. Welcome to the Passive Wealth Principles Podcast, What I Learned episode with Brandon Turner. For those of the few people that don't know who Brandon is, uh, they may know him as the personality of Beardy Brandon, the man with the big giant beard that was on Bigger Pockets. I love this episode getting to record with Brandon. We actually had uh, spent some time together down in Arizona. We did the um, Jacko Willenix uh, Echelon Front Leadership Training Program together. And uh, I've gotten to know Brandon over the last several years and become a friend with him and seeing his own evolution, his own process of growing. And we talked about that in the podcast is how he took the criteria, the understanding of what he was doing and evolved that and started to grow that over time. One of the things that he started with was buying little deals, um, DIYing his, his investments. He bought a duplex and then a triplex and then fixed those things up. He actually did his, the, the work himself. He fixed them up. He 
you know, would lay the flooring. He would convert a, a duplex to a single family house. He did all of these things on his own. And then what happens is he, he evolved a little bit into a project manager. He evolved into the next phase of his life of, of building the Bigger Pockets podcast and, and writing the blog and then writing his books and then creating and becoming a personality. He talks about it as being a, a loud mouth with a personality, and he was able to create certain levels of notoriety around that. Um, at one point in his career, he was keynote speaking or on a panel with some very successful real estate investors. And he, you know, had one of these elements in which I think we can maybe relate to, or, or at least I can relate to is a little bit of this imposter syndrome. He, um, was on this stage and he was speaking at this event with a lot of these people that were hundreds of millions of dollars worth of real estate or were worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And he was looking at it. And while he had levels of success on his real estate investing, he was just um, someone that sold tickets. He was someone that people knew of him because of the Bigger Pockets podcast. And so even though he uh, was diminishing his own uh, value because he did not have the same amount of doors or keys or uh, real estate holdings that these other people on the panel. It was to him that catalyst that created him to then like look at the next level and the next phase of his life. And he like vowed that he was going to earn his spot on that stage for the next time around. And so what he did is he started putting together and mapping out and creating a vivid vision for what his future could be for Open Door Capital. He, he wrote out an entire article um, that is hanging up on his wall, a newspaper heading of what his company has done over its three-year journey. And we're not even actually at the three-year journey. And he has uh, massively outperformed the vision that he put together. And he created something and that was such a nugget of insight was he designed a business instead of how he could do it, how could he only have to work four hours a week on this particular business. So he's thought about these things from the get-go of not, how do I start doing this? How do I go buy this next deal? How do I run acquisitions? How do I raise capital? How do I do X, Y, and Z, which is a natural evolution of a process. Same thing as like a project manager would start initially and out of the go of how do I uh, start a job, something related to that. How do I start a job like that and just project manage other people? So he sat down and, and thought about this in, in the process of how do I just design a company that does not require more effort from me? And so he created a vision. He created and mapped this out that it gave people the opportunity to have ownership of and also take his vision and, and de develop it into something bigger and better and beyond what he could do himself. Open Door Capital, I, I believe they're getting close to their three-year uh, vision that he put together. His goal was, I think, a couple hundred million dollars of assets on 
under management. I think they're getting close to a billion dollars. Uh, so, or maybe over a billion already. So, I mean, again, three Xing his very uh, ambitious goals by sitting down and creating a vivid vision of where he wanted to go. And I think this is a core component of passive wealth principles is you have to uh, vision where you want to go first. It's very difficult to construct a system or what you're going to do when you don't know where you're going. And he, he took that and created that aspect of his company very intentionally. And then when he did that, he was like, who can build this? Who can do these other things? Who can lead this company? Who can be the uh, leader of the investor relations? And by doing that, it allowed him to then create and build a bridge. And then he talks about this in the next phase is getting and gaining levels of financial independence in one area first, and then it becomes easier to add and bolt on additional lanes of income. Uh, David Green, co-host on Bigger Pockets, we, we talked about him a little bit, uh, Brandon did, uh, that he layered that concept of building a one-lane bridge to an island of where you wanted to go, and let's call that bridge a financial independence island. It's easier trying to build one lane and all your efforts focus on building that one lane first as opposed to trying to build 10 different bridges. 10 different bridges all connecting there, dividing your efforts, build the one lane first, and then once you've made it and landed there, then it's easier to add additional lanes to your bridge. So if you have a real estate team, it's easier to add a mortgage brokerage. A mortgage brokerage and a real estate team, it's easier to add a title company. You have a title company, it becomes easier to add on ancillary businesses. And again, that's just talking about building a bridge to financial independence island and then adding additional lanes to it. So all of a sudden, and what people do, and it's the entrepreneurial journey or the curse and the blessing is that the you know, diluted and FOMO of wanting to do everything is you are, it's going to take you just so much longer to get to Financial Independence Island. And so that's what Brandon talks about in this episode is instead of being slower, do it faster, do it more efficiently, and then it becomes easier and easier to add these additional things, uh, you know, our lanes to once you've established the the financial independence. I asked him one of the questions was what is one of the you know uh, most important things that you've spent money on that's made you or giving you more freedom. And uh, I mentioned this at one point on my Instagram page because it was it was very profound. It was he bought books. And one of the things about books is it is an unbelievable amount of leverage for the value that you're getting out of it. It's $10, $20, $30. And the amount of knowledge that you're getting out of it is like such a ridiculous return on investment is you're getting a decade worth someone's time for $20. You're getting a decade's worth of someone's life experience in three hours. Like, think about that. Like, what a massive amount of leverage you have that you don't get in a podcast episode. Although you should be listening to my podcast and consuming all of them, I actually believe books are a much higher return on investment of your time because it is leveraging so much more 
insight and impact uh, to someone's mindset. Are you guys enjoying the show so far? Look, two of the most common questions I get asked are, where can I find good deals to invest into? And is it possible to invest alongside of our deals as a passive investor? So my team and I wanted to put together an insider list where you can get first access to investment opportunities, due diligence resources, and best practices for those interested in investing passively into deals like the ones we talk about on the show. Those deals are mostly in the commercial real estate space, but I oftentimes get exclusive access to deals of people like the guests on my show. If those deals pass our criteria, we pass them on to those on the list. To gain access to this insider list, all you have to do is go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and hit the big orange button on the top right of the page. We also host events, dinners, and give away VIP access to events that I'm speaking at or attending. Once again, it's www.catchkniveswithans.com and hit the big orange button on the top right of the page. For those that are serious about passive wealth building, we'll see you on the inside. Now, back to the show. One of the things we talked about was writing books. Brandon has a lot of systems around how he writes books, how he keeps from having any kind of writer's block. You know, he creates these systems and allow, he's just systematically producing content, how he is creating content over and over and over, that there's never a time in which he has writer's block. And so we talked about in this episode, he recently did a triathlon. He was just doing the swimming portion. It was a relay triathlon. And he was like, yeah, I can do that. I can do the swim. I can swim 1.2 miles. And as he was swimming, he was like, well, I probably should have hired a coach. I probably should have actually practiced for this or or trained a little bit. But, uh, and he was like, I was dogging it. I was having and struggling and I'm floundering in the water. And I just kept looking like, oh, I need to go to the next buoy. I need to go to the next buoy. I need to go to the next buoy. And he's like, it was just, it was demotivating. So what he did is he said, instead of trying to focus on the entire 1.2 miles or making it to the next buoy, he just focused on the thing that he could actually control. And that was his, his next rhythm of his stroke. So stroke, stroke, breathe, stroke, stroke, breathe. And actually it may be confusing that. I don't know. I'm not a big swimmer, so I don't know uh, how uh, effective, but he's like just creating that rhythm of this is what I do, stroke, stroke, breathe, stroke, stroke, breathe, and then occasionally looking up at the buoy to make sure that you weren't too far off course, was when he started doing that, he started passing people. He started creating and getting that momentum going behind him. And so how that translates to the systems of designing your business, how that translates into the rhythms of what you do in a day-to-day activity is you just start creating momentum and things that you can control on a daily basis. Talk to one new person that could potentially be your investor. Submit one new offer every single day. Write 
50 or 100 words uh, every single day. Read for 20 minutes every day. And so what happens is when you start creating these rhythms in your life, whether it is swimming, whether it's writing, whether it's growing your business to hundreds of millions of dollars in value, if you can break it down into something from a rhythm that you're doing consistently every single day, that is where the success lies because it's about being consistent. It's about consistently taking action in the right direction as opposed to solving and doing it all at once. And so if you can break down into your business, into your goals, what it is that you could do today that gets you one step closer and then consistently do that every single day, that's where the key to not only passive wealth, but success in any area of your life, breaking it down, creating that. And then obviously like poking your head up and looking at the buoy is making sure that you're not too far off track so that you're then narrowing in and making course corrections as you're creating these action items over and over and over again. Obviously, there, you know, Brandon does a much better job of illustrating this that we get a chance to talk back and forth on. So he talks about his morning routine, his things like he's how he's hacking himself, how he obligates himself. He's like, I have just found that I'm uh, essentially lazy as a person, So, but I'm a people pleaser. So he's like, so if I just agree to do something with someone else, then what happens is I'll do it. And so then how do I hack myself is I just coordinate someone to come pick me up to go to the gym or have somebody come over to my house or to my business or to do something related to that so that I know I want to please them. We even talked about it like he wouldn't have done the podcast if I just called him up like that day. He's like, nah, I wouldn't have done it. But it's like the fact that I agreed to do it weeks ago or a month ago or whenever it was that we recorded that podcast. He's like, I do it and then I love it. I get on going, I get rolling. And then I'm like, yeah, this is exciting. Let's do this. He's like, but if you'd ask me in the morning, he'd be like, nah, I'm busy. I'm too. Uh, and he's like, to be honest, I'm not busy. I'm just like being lazy and scrolling through TikTok or Instagram or whatever we do. And I think that's a, a human condition that we all have is to learn how to hack yourself and obligate yourself. And those are some of the things that we dive into a, a little bit more in the episode. I think you should go check out the episode. Brandon is, is, you know, super smart, very, very clever in the way that he's taken some of these principles and, and define them into digestible ideas. Obviously, he's written a, a massive amount of books. I think he's on his sixth or seventh book. I think he's sold a million books. He's got over a hundred million downloads on the podcast that he's built out. And then obviously now he's pushing over a billion dollars in, in assets under management in the open door capital. So this episode is just one of those that I mean, is just chalk full of so many bits of information that you should listen to it and then listen to it again. So this has been another What I Learned episode with Brandon Turner from Passive Wealth Principles. I encourage you to check out the full episode 
And then obviously, if you're looking for other insights on how to take some of these tips, tricks, and, and uh, strategies from these world-class performers that I get a chance to interview, go sign up for the newsletter. Go sign up for our weekly newsletter that digests and creates some of these ideas and gives out some of these uh, strategies. But also, we sometimes get advantage of investing into some of these deals like the people that are on my show, or we have deals ourselves that we share out to our audience. So go to catchknives.com and sign up for the newsletter. It's up on the the top right-hand side where you can sign up to to get access to that information. Um, Passivewealthpodcast.com or you can find me personally at jake.realestate on Instagram and a lot of others. And actually, I'm on TikTok now. So you can find me on TikTok also at jake.realestate. So go follow me, find me on all the social media platforms. And this has been another fun and fantastic episode of What I Learned. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If the episode made you think of someone, go ahead and take a screenshot and share this episode with them. You can tag us or find us as a podcast at Catch Knives or me personally at jake.realestate. For those investors that are listening to this and want to be able to take advantage of distressed investing opportunities, a perfect place to start is my best-selling book, which also happens to be called Catching Knives. It's a full breakdown and guide on how I and many of my partners take advantage of opportunities in distressed commercial real estate. Go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and grab the book there as there's a few book bonuses that I know you'll love. Once again, www.catchkniveswithans.com. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.